inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? All right, today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm going to come straight down to where it intersects with my round line. That there is going to tell me how much I have to around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you around, the more you're going to find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never around, you'll never find out. So I hope this lesson is helpful. Thank you. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, my friends. Our number three of the Wendy Bell Radio Program is now in action. Gosh, this this day is going by quickly. I want to read something to you because as we broke into the beginning of the show, giving you some of the Jesse Waters from Fox last night, some of the sound about this Freedom of Information Act, getting some emails, getting some White House visitor logs, being able to connect the dots and see that the raid of Mar-a-Lago and the, the, the indictments of Donald Trump have obviously been planned. They've been purposeful. They've been calculated. They've been premeditated. And the White House, the Biden regime, I don't I don't think Joe Biden because he's just out there. Barack Obama is behind it all. The Federalist has an explosive story today. So what Jesse was talking about was specifically about Jack Smith, right? The special counsel, Jack Smith, going after Trump for this and that. What about David Weiss? How about this headline? Exclusive U.S. Attorney Weiss colluded with the DOJ to thwart Congressional questioning, emails show. Every single day, I read more and more about how corrupt and disgusting the government at this time is. The more I'm grateful that Donald Trump was a political outsider who who didn't get involved in any of these things. And no matter what they've thrown at him, Because the mission is to physically drag him, wear him down, grind him down, steal his resolve, make a major dent in his finances, humiliate him on a world stage. All the while, he's been found guilty of nothing. Think about this story of that E. Jean Carroll woman, who was the 19th woman in a, a laundry list of women accusing Donald Trump of some kind of sexual harassment, rape, assault, I mean, really nasty stuff. Though the judge didn't find him guilty of physically having anything to do with her, the judge fined him $5 million cuz. In what world does that make any sense? Where you look on the flip side and you see that the Democrats, the sewer creatures, have worked in concert 
with what is supposed to be an independent branch of government. They're supposed to be separate but equal. And what they are is completely in bed with the lines blurred. You have these people who have broken so many laws, who have done so much damage, who get away with all of it. And this is why I believe the black community is coming out in force to say they understand what Donald Trump is going through. And it was that picture of him arrested and booked and charged his mugshot that struck a nerve with millions of Americans. Oh my gosh. It happens to him too. So the federalist.com article, and I'm going to read a small bit before I go into the next segment. Emails show the Department of Justice repeatedly intervened on behalf of the Delaware U.S. attorney to respond to Hunter Biden-related congressional inquiries. That sentence alone is so horrendously actionable. You mean the Department of Justice under Joe Biden, which ostensibly should be investigating independently his kid and all of the crap that we know went on with that. Instead, intervened on behalf of the alleged special counsel, a cherry-picked so-called Republican, David Weiss, intervened on his behalf to respond to congressional and reporter inquiries about what the hell is your kid really doing? What about the millions of dollars? What about all of the, the flights that he hopped on Air Force Two and piggybacked off of? Did he pay his fair share? Because that's what you always say, Joe. The wealthy need to pay their fair share. Well, what about the $10 million that popped up on your 2017 tax return? Have you paid your fair share? Is anybody holding your feet to the fire? And why does it take a Freedom of Information Act request? To get these government agencies who, by the way, work for us to respond because they're dirty as balls. Emails obtained by the Heritage Foundation following a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit and shared exclusively with the Federalist established that on multiple occasions, the Department of Justice intervened on behalf of Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss to respond to congressional inquiries related to the Hunter Biden investigation. So Jamie Comer, head of House Oversight, says, you know what? We want this document, this document, and this document. Unknowingly, of course, Joe Biden's Department of Justice is running interference. He's doing the work that David Weiss is supposed to be doing because David Weiss is just a figurehead the same way that Brad Raffensperger is just a plant sitting in the secretary of state's chair in the state of Georgia. That dude's not a Republican. He's part of the swamp. He's a member of the machine. He is the embodiment of the part of the problem. Corruption 
fraud, malfeasance, the theft of America's generational wealth, all of it. This revelation raises more questions about the June 7th, 2023 letter dispatched to House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan under Weiss's signature line in which the Delaware U.S. attorney claimed he had ultimate authority over charging decisions related to Hunter Biden. Also suggests Weiss and the DOJ may have conspired to mis may have conspired to mislead Congress. Of course they did. The same, of course they did, as we walk through the obvious sound bites of Mendy Hassan on MSNBC. Of course it's coming back. Of course they're going to lock you down. Of course they're going to try to push it all on you again. Duh. So is it possible that the DOJ intervened on David Weiss's behalf and wrote a letter under his name that said, I have complete control. I have the authority granted by the Attorney General of the United States to investigate where I see fit? That's disgusting. That's called a conspiracy. That's called collusion. That's called fraud of the highest order. But let's go after Donald Trump for some classified documents that were in boxes at Mar-a-Lago that Donald Trump was working with the National Archives in a timetable fashion to go through the boxes and pull out the personal mementos that had nothing to do with his official capacity as president so that he could then give those things to him. And instead of working that out, Biden or Obama waved the flag and said, you go on in there and you raid that. That's disgusting. Did the DOJ's Office of Legislative Affairs respond to Senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson's May 9th, 2022 letter seeking information concerning the Hunter Biden investigation? Weiss posed that question to one of his lead assistant U.S. attorneys, a woman by the name of Shannon Hansen. Not to my knowledge, Hansen replied, followed soon after with a second email noting that another fellow, a then deputy assistant attorney general in the Office of Legislative Affairs, was working. Working on a response. Why are people in the DOJ doing the writings and the responses of congressional inquiries on behalf of the special prosecutor, David Weiss? Why is that? Because they're all obviously in it together. Now, you're not supposed to know about that. Don't ask those questions. You need to look over there. Donald Trump. He's the threat to democracy. He's the one we need to find guilty of insurrection. He's the one that we're going to force now to go on trial the day before Super Tuesday. The biggest election time leading into the general. Really? And we're not supposed to see right through it? You're not supposed to see it. And neither are the black voters who see it very clearly. Because in their way, they've been victims of the same rigged game. They know what it feels like. And they're fighting back. I want to tell you about something that's very personal in my family. I wish I didn't pass it on to my kids, but I did. You know, it's supposed to be your maternal grandfather who passes down baldness. That's what I've heard. Well... My dad's bald. 
and when my older sons started getting worried about their hair loss, it hurt because I felt responsible for that. I can't fight my DNA. I give what I give, but I can fight back. And my friends at GenuCell Skincare have a product to help. It's called GenuCell's Provia. Provia. It uses a safe and natural ingredient called Procapil. It effectively targets the three main causes of premature hair thinning and loss. It supports healthy scalp circulation, the delivery of nourishing nutrients, and healthy hair follicle anchoring to your scalp. It guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on your pillow. And this is amazing. This stuff works guaranteed or 100% of your money back. Customers, you're going to save 50% off Provia's introductory package at proviahair.com forward slash Wendy. What do you have to lose? If you're losing your hair, you got to move now. Proviahair.com forward slash Wendy, 50% off. Do it today. All right, when we come back, uh, I got I to gotta get into this one particular soundbite for you. It's Corinne Jean-Pierre, and it's going to underscore what we know. They need you afraid. They need you home. They need you shut down so they can continue doing what they're doing. Colluding, working in concert to the destruction of Donald Trump. What she said and why you need to hear it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. In the This Makes My Blood Boil category today. At some point, we've got to call out these people who continue to lie to us about safe and effective. Because every single day on my social media feeds, I'm seeing tragic stories of people who ought not be dying, Mendy Hassan, who are healthy. Dying suddenly. What's going on? So when Corrine Jean-Pierre said this yesterday, go. The president said in, in Tahoe that he had tentatively decided to recommend everyone get the new vaccine. When is he going to decide finally? So as you, I think you've heard from the uh, FDA and CDC, uh, they've made an announcement on the new vaccine. Uh, so certainly uh, they said that they will have an, there'll be an updated vaccine September, mid-September, I believe. So uh, we know that, as you all know, vaccinations against COVID-19 remains the safest protection for avoiding hospitalization, long-term health outcomes and death, which is why we are, we are going to be encouraging uh, Americans to stay up to date on their vaccines. Right, because it worked so well the first time. Hey, reporter dude. Why don't you ask about the people dying suddenly? Why don't you ask about the millions of people who say the lives have been completely turned upside down? And then why don't you ask them why the CDC has stopped reporting on COVID vaccine adverse events in its V-safe program? That's kind of a big development, don't you guys think? The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's V-Safe website has reportedly stopped reporting on complaints of adverse events pertaining to COVID vaccines without any reason or explanation. Well, I can tell you why, ladies and gentlemen, because there's so damn many. And if they want you to get the next round because it's the safest, most effective way to avoid hospitalization and death, which is a demonstrable lie. Where is the freaking fact check of your federal government? you got to find a way to gatekeep. And you've got to prevent people from being able to chime in and share what's going on. 
According to the VSAFE's website statement, this is what it says. Thank you for your participation. Data collection for COVID-19 vaccines concluded on June 30th, 2023. If you go there today, VSAFE directs users to the FDA's VAERS website for adverse event reporting. Even though officials continually derided VAERS as passive and unverified. Why, why, why? VSAFE is a device app that requires online registration. VAERS is an earlier method of gathering safety data that allows users to complete a form manually online or by phoning a toll-free number. While VSAFE was an active collecting system targeting at a younger app-using audience, VAERS was a passive collection system. Both systems capture personal information, lot numbers, dates, and assorted information. Now, really, why would they stop that? Because it's interesting, did you guys know that the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration, they continue to accept safety reports for a 30-year-old Ford Bronco 2? What? Similar to mRNA shots, Bronco 2s are still on the market, and individuals continue to use them today. Doesn't quite make sense why a 30-year-old car would still continue to report on possible defects, but a vaccine which was d- just developed would not. We don't want you to know how bad it is. We don't want you to know what we knew about it before we rolled it out. We wanted 75 years to put it on a shelf, and we want all of that to go away, which is exactly why we got Mendy Hassan to do his little report. The most important thing I've ever done, he says. Do you see how all of these planets in a solar system of democratic suck are lining up? Because I am. And when I read you the next story about something very odd going on in California, as California, particularly San Francisco, is falling apart, hell in a handbasket, you've got a lot of very rich people like Laureen Jobs and the guy who owns LinkedIn who funded E. Jean Carroll's lawsuit of rape against Donald Trump, gobbling up a lot of very interesting land. $800 million worth. Why are they doing that? Well, because you're going to be able to own nothing and like it. That's the plan. Sounds so dark. They wouldn't give us a vaccine that hurt us. Really? They wouldn't force us into these weird cities that they control. Really? You decide after you hear this next story on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends. You know, it's it's almost an unbelievable predicament that so many people, I think all of us are in right now. Unbelievable, predictable, and now not very surprising, which is unfortunate. But I think when Joe Biden's administration, a.k.a. Barack Obama, pulling the puppeteer's strings, when he started unleashing his attack on our freedom and and on our faith and on our families, there's something that crossed a very specific continuum 
Because being able to survive and provide for your family and to save and to splurge and to feel safe financially, isn't it a Republican, a Democrat, or an independent thing? It's an American thing. It's something that doesn't have that barrier of politics. And you have a great awakening, I believe, of people in this country who know that this is not as good as it gets, that it was so much better before, and that in just two and a half short years, so much has slipped through their fingers. I found this story, the U.S. Census Bureau. They regularly conduct these things called a household pulse survey. And these surveys ask respondents all sorts of stuff about their spending, about their debt, about their loss of employment, anxiety, even about the effects of natural disasters. And it's truly staggering what the most recent household pulse survey from the U.S. Census Bureau has found. In January of 2021, which was the first month of of Biden's presidency, of course, about 80 million Americans, they said they found it somewhat or very difficult to pay their household expenses. That's scary. The most recent one conducted last month, July 2023, shows that 6 million more Americans say that they're having a very difficult time surviving. That is a huge number. That means in Joe Biden's America, more than one in three households are struggling to pay basic bills. And the income brackets most affected, this is not the poor. It's certainly not the rich. It's the lion's share of us in the middle class, making fifty dollars to $150,000 a year. For example, the number of households earning fifty to seventy-five thousand that are having trouble paying their usual household expenses, just getting by, increased from ten million in January of twenty twenty-one to thirteen point three million last month. It is undeniable. So when I tell you that there are some very nefarious dealings going on behind the scenes. The incredulous person inside of you a few years ago who would have been like, nah, is now very keenly aware of what's going on. And so are voters and taxpayers of all economic brackets. They know because they're paying the price. Listen to this story. Silicon Valley titans are behind a mystery $1 billion land buy near California military base. This is on the New York Post. New York Times is also reporting on it. Wall Street Journal is reporting on it. If you don't think that the overall plan is to take you to your knees, to physically bankrupt you, to take everything that is a comfort in your home, your air conditioner, your ceiling fan, your stove so you can make food, your microwave, your water washing machine so you can clean even your car to bring you to both knees to bankrupt you and force you into one of these environments controlled by the powers that be so that you never really have to do much of anything i.e socialism plus communism plus marxism equals the plan 
I'm pretty sure you're going to be interested in this story. The mystery buyers of nearly a billion dollars of undeveloped land abutting a California military base. Well, they were revealed to be Silicon Valley heavyweights. Democrats, of course, and not a network of Chinese spies, as some people had feared. The land grabbed near Travis Air Force Base by Flannery Associates, which has become the largest landowner in Solano County, about 60 miles northeast of San Francisco, has prompted concern that a foreign entity could be using the investment to harm national security. But turns out that Flannery's backers are a who's who list of tech titans and investors. That includes LinkedIn co-founder Reed Hoffman and Emerson Collective philanthropist Laureen Powell Jobs. She's crazy. If you ever want to know how crazy, get what's his Alex um, Alex Marlowe's book, Breaking, Breaking the, the news. news. He goes into her ad nauseum. The deep-pocketed investors reportedly plan to turn the land into their vision of an ideal city. Wh- what? Featuring sustainable energy and a pedestrian-friendly layout. Aside from Hoffman and Powell Jobs, Flannery's investors reportedly also include Mark Andresen, Andresen of the private venture capital firm Andresen Horowitz, former Sequoia capital partner Michael Moritz, and Stripe co-founders Patrick and John Collison, as well as entrepreneurs Nat Friedman and Daniel Gross. What are they doing with this land? We're excited to start working with residents and elected officials, blah, 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 they said. The group is said to be led by a guy named Jan Sramick, a 36-year-old former Goldman Sachs trader who has spent the last few years securing funds from Silicon Valley luminaries for the project. What do they envision doing? Well, they spent and offered landowners in this area. This is not rich and fertile. It's pretty flat. Subject to drought, also subject to fire. They offered these landowners, in some circumstances, four to five times the value of their land, making instant millionaires all over the place. And in recent days, local residents in Solano County had reportedly been bombarded with surveys via text messages asking for their thoughts on a planned city with, quote, tens of thousands of new homes, as well as features such as orchards and a solar energy farm. Isn't it so intriguing? What else are they planning? Lots of solar panels. Lots of government ownership. Lots of rules and regulations. Thou shalt not drive and this home won't be yours. We'll create the food supply. We'll provide exactly what you need. Don't you worry about a thing. We've got you covered. Does that sound like something that would be intriguing to you? Because all of these things are lining up. Breaking the middle class, 
Joe Biden coming out with a whiteboard and pretending that Bidenomics is working. Oh, it's working all right. Instead of trickle-down economics, it's from the middle out and the bottom up. That equals a redistribution of wealth. That equals you will own nothing and you will like it. And the point now is to bring you to your knees financially to make such an environment that people who ought not be trusted are in charge of. I want you to have that on your radar because it's going to come out more and more. I also want to, because I promised you about this, there's been a very disturbing finding in a Freedom of Information Act request. And the finding reveals and this is courtesy of the expose.com. Freedom of Information Act request shows $11 million was used to bribe OBGYNs to lie to mothers about the safety of mRNA vaccines. $11 million one of the most important exchanges of our time, says Dr. Naomi Wolf. Doctors who treat the most vulnerable population in the world, pregnant women and their unborn babies, have been and are coerced to lie by organizations that oversee these doctors that were paid to lie. Now, if you'd like to learn more about this, I was going to dig deep into it, and I just think it's a little too dark on a day that's been dark enough. She runs Daily Clout, and it's called Daily Clout Report 69. And this takes me back to the opening monologue about how children are going to be the pawns in this next phase of control. They encouraged women to get something that they knew was deadly. They encouraged pregnant women to get something that was tested only on 44 rats. And Corrine Jean-Pierre, as the mouthpiece of the Biden administration, this White House, said yesterday on television, that the rollout of the next vaccine that would be safe and effective, of course, was the best way to prevent hospitalization and death. Please tell me that you're seeing all of these things in the orbit of insanity come into line and start to take shape because it is the playbook. The best way to protect yourself, of course, financially, is to get some gold and silver into your investments. Birch Gold Group is the organization that I trust because it is what they do. This is their wheelhouse. It is their focus. They help people like you and like me who've been saving for years, squirreling away money into a 401k or an IRA. 
and making sure we have a nest egg for tomorrow. Well, if the markets go haywire and the industries that you've invested in go belly up, what happens to your investment? What happens to your future? Gold and silver. It is strong. They are dependable, precious metals. Always good bets, specifically in times of financial uncertainty. Go to birchgold.com forward slash Wendy. Get the information kit. Get the conversation started. It's tax sheltered and you can get gold and silver into your portfolio without spending any money. Birchgold.com forward slash Wendy. I'm going to leave you with an article coming up after this break. You deserve a smile. It is from the Babylon Bee. So a parody, obviously, but I think it is apropos in today's storyline of crazy. And I'm going to have it for you moments away. Don't go anywhere. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So what have we talked about, ladies and gentlemen? It's been a busy three hours. We've talked about COVID. We've talked about Biden administration corruption. We've talked about using your kids as the ultimate chess pieces in this dirty little game of insanity they think you're too stupid to see. There's only one way to end it, and it's actually fantastic. It's called The Babylon Bee. And they have this parody um, headline and story, which I think is just absolutely fantastic. Are you guys ready? Here you go. Title. CDC announces deadly new election yearacron COVID variant. (laughs) I botched it. Election yearacron COVID variant. This is out of Atlanta, of course. That's where the Centers for Disease Control. Uh, This is how it goes. The Centers for Disease Control has warned Americans this week to resume all contact precautions due to a new and rapidly spreading election yearacron COVID variant. CDC Director Bob Cohen spoke with reporters Wednesday to announce the new variant, quote, Election Yerocron is thought to be the most disruptive variant yet and will be here all through 2024 until approximately November 6th, said Mr. Cohen. So everyone stay home and get ready to vote by mail. The White House hosted an immediate press conference to address the dangerous new variant. We're thrilled. I mean, um, we're alarmed to hear of this deadly new election year variant, said White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre, the most diverse press secretary in U.S. history. All right, I added that. The president says we'll probably just go ahead and cancel the general elections next year as a precaution. It's the only way to really flatten the curve. You don't want to kill grandma, do you? Well, the CDC has released guidance and guidelines, once again, encouraging social distancing and the wearing of masks. It's the best way to love your neighbor, said Mr. Cohen. The government will let you know just as soon as it's safe to end quarantine, which we project to be immediately after the next election's over. Just to give Americans an extra sense of assurance, we're calling Dr. Fauci back out of retirement so everyone knows they can trust our word. Stay home. Stay safe. As of press time, millions of middle class liberal women had already sewn their N95 masks directly onto their faces as a precaution. <laughs> In Right. I love this. I just I think it's fantastic. And certainly Babylon B, as you well know, is fun and enjoys this because it's the only medicine that we have before you want to choke somebody. Look, I don't. <laughs> 
I keep saying, what's the final straw? Is it going after your finances? Is it going after your freedom? Is it going after Donald Trump's constitutional rights? Is it going after your kids in school? Is it what? Well, what is the one that wakes up the majority? Or already, are they already awakened? Is the black vote, which is clearly now, and we saw this, Brock sent this to me, and it's amazing. And it's not even accurate because, by the way, there's new numbers now. How about this? Support among black voters. This is a Fox News freeze of one of their broadcasts. Polls show dwindling black support for Biden. In 2020, A Fox News voter analysis showed 91% of black voters said they were going to support the Democrat, Joe Biden. 8% said they were going to go for Trump. In 2023, a Fox News poll recently showed 61% support among black voters for Joe Biden and 20% for Donald Trump. That means Joe Biden and the Democrats in just two and a half years have lost 30% of their black voter support. Donald Trump's support has more than doubled. And this doesn't take into account his mugshot. The ultimate image galvanizing a movement of people from every walk of life, every background, every economic echelon, every political ideology, every thought process, all of it. One picture. And the Democrats thought it was going to be the highlight of their mission to destroy Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Hopefully you got through all of it. I know it's a lot, but remember to get our podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. It's super easy to take with you on the go. If you missed any of it, until tomorrow, you guys. Thank you for your support and peace.